Welcome, baseball fans. It is time for the Running the Bases podcast. I'm Tucker Wells, joined as always by Coach Jordan Bounds. Coach, how was your Thanksgiving? Good, sir? Oh, it was good. It's good. Yeah? With family and everything. With the family? Watch a little football, eat some turkey? I don't know if I... I, I watched a Liverpool game. That was the football that I watched. That is a better quality football to have watched on Thursday, I would say. So, well, all right. Well, uh, we are back to our uh, hot stove tour of Major League Baseball 2015, and this is week three. We are in the American League Central, but as I have pushed record on this podcast, uh, David Price has just signed with the Red Sox. That is the breaking news. Coach, does this surprise you at all? Not at all. Not. I think I told you that already, yeah. uh, that it doesn't surprise me at all. I. Uh, I do see David Price as kind of a modern David Cohn. You know, he does seem to be going from one pennant contender to the next. Um, the Red Sox desperately needed a headpiece for their staff. You know, so and they, that David Price certainly is one. Yeah, definitely. I mean, he 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 goes with Red Sox over uh, you know San Francisco and Chicago. And uh, even St. Louis was considered to be somewhat in that running. I um, think the Cubs were way up there yeah. in the running. Now, what I will say is that uh, forgetting Mel Parnell, you know, you don't think of uh, left-handers as being the uh, the bell ringers for a Red Sox team with a green monster out there. Yeah, that's true. So now let's talk the domino effect since this is one of the big pieces. He's off the board to the Red Sox. Does this now guarantee that, say, Grinky is going to go back to the Dodgers um, or that Cueto is definitely going to go to Diamondbacks? And and that where is it? it? I don't know. Is that the rumor or is that? I've heard that he is, the Diamondbacks are strongly pursuing Cueto. Mm, Let me look that real quick. Um, but just in general of the big free agents out there, does, does, does this, in your mind, give a clear, a more clear picture where other players are going to go? Um, Pitching wise, let's say. Yeah, I, I guess. Uh, and but I mean, you know, two of the big ones have gone already now. You know, and uh, you're you start looking at second tier, you know, starters. I don't think that uh, people like. Price and Zimmerman and stuff are going to affect uh, some of the fisters of the world. Right. Well, we'll get to them in a second. But uh, you just said the word Zimmerman, so let's get into the AL Central here. And we'll start with the Detroit Tigers. Um, 74 and 87, they finished dead last in the division last year. Uh, By all accounts, they had just a total fire sale at the deadline and a front office uh, cleaning house, depending on who you interview. Right. but they made the first big splash uh, with signing Zimmerman for five years, $110 million. Is this a good signing for them? I, I think so. I mean, I, is it uh, valuable? Is it a good, see, I, a I fair have, price? I have always thought that Zimmerman was underrated. Going into last season, For I would have said Zimmerman was the ace of the Nationals. Now, Scherzer comes on and you know uh, yeah. and he he has um, 
the credit. You know, he has the trophy to say that I am now the ace. Uh, yeah. But I thought until then, Zimmerman was. Now, Zimmerman had, uh, he didn't have a Zimmerman year last year. But I I think Zimmerman is a top flight pitcher. Uh, now, the Tigers have had to do something. You look at their staff just a couple of years ago. You know, where they had Scherzer and Price right. you know, and Verlander when he was good and uh, Sanchez, you know, when he was throwing 105 miles an hour, you know. And uh, and now they have uh, Sanchez and Verlander with big question marks, so they needed another pitcher. I think they may bring Fister back. Yeah, that was my next thought, is that are they even done with the uh, starting staff? Because also in that mix... Their big piece they traded price for uh, Daniel Norris. You know he's right. dealing with the cancer, and so there's a question mark there. Um, uh, you, you know, such a question mark just about how that affects somebody. You know, I haven't read the latest, but um, yeah, I mean, who who else do you think they might bring in as a free agent well, pitcher, right. or maybe should bring in as a free agent pitcher? Uh, they may still be going after uh, a bullpen. They've had such trouble with a bullpen. Yeah. Now, I know they signed K Rod. Uh, the they were able to get K Rod and Mabin at you know, they had to get another left fielder, uh, and Mabin probably play center. Uh, but yeah, uh, the uh, from what I've read and heard, they are through looking for outfielders, and so uh, and the signing of K Rod and uh, and Mabin was cheap enough to allow them to go get Zimmerman. If they're talking in these terms, it doesn't seem like Fister is in the horizon. However, uh, the Tigers have always spent money when uh, you least expect them to spend money. Uh, this is you know, true. Signing uh, Prince, you know, right at the end. Now, uh, it does look like they're going to trade Rajah Davis, you know, and he's a healthy piece, you know, in getting something else. Um, I think Sanchez is, I know, with a decreased velocity. I don't know what was causing that, but he just seems like a, a pitcher that I wouldn't give up on. I wouldn't give up on that arm. Yeah. Well, um, you know, assuming a bounce back year from Verlander, who looked really good. Toward the end. Toward yes, the he end. Did. Yes, he did. Uh, let's assume a bounce back year from Sanchez, and then uh, you know, let's say and Norris a bounce back year from Zimmerman too, because right. he did not have that great a year. No, he didn't. But I mean, his team. I mean, that team. Part of it. You yes. know, I mean, he had Certainly. about what thirteen wins and still a a low three ERA. Right, so, right, right. but right, assuming that he's Zimmerman of two years ago, and then that Norris comes back. What of the bullpen? Because, you know, they, they traded uh, two lefties, uh, one that was starting in their, or working out of the uh, bullpen already for Mabin. Um, do do well, they trade for more pen help? or I, I think they have to. I mean, they've been doing it for some time now and with little success. My concern with K-Rod is that if you look at him, he seems to be one of those every other year relievers sure. and uh last year was the good year yeah <laughs> um what of though you know you look at what else is in the bullpen they have neftali feliz um al albuquerque and then uh uh rondon um 
Do you have much faith in Ronda considering what happened last year? No. 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 Okay. So then uh, that's I mean, one closer a, and then a bunch of question marks. Right. Once I mean, again. I, I can see them going out and, and looking for more bullpen help, as is as are so many teams. Yeah, seriously. What a time to be a reliever. Right. You know. Um, all right. So uh still don't get paid what everybody else does, though. No. Um and Really, all that—that's all in the pitching department. Because if you look around there, their diamond—I mean, they're really solid with uh, um, J.D. Martinez out and right, and then Inglesias at short. Um, you still got Ian Kensler, and assuming a healthy Miggy for a full season, uh, are you big on McCann, their catcher? Uh, no, not particularly. No. All right, but yeah. you wouldn't call that a. No, I would. I mean, it's not. I'm not big on their team. I, I mean, uh, on their offensive team. I mean, Mickey, if he's healthy, is as good as there is. Uh, but uh, Martinez hits long balls, but he doesn't get on base enough. Uh, mm-hmm. The uh, I, I mean, I, they're 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 not, but they're not. They don't seem to be a contender to me. They weren't a contender offensively, and they traded Cespedes. Yeah. Uh, Ooh, now that's a good point that I almost forgot about. Do you still see a scenario where they sign him back? No. No. Not now. Not with the money he's going to demand now. Yeah. They're talking about the, um, you know, how signing Maben and uh, enables them to afford Zimmerman. No. Yeah. <laughs> if that's your budgetary plan and outlook, yeah. And I think they saw firsthand Cespedes's negatives as well as his positives yeah yeah and character issues as well so all right so moving on let's uh go to the royals because they are world series champions um they've kind of invented the mold uh that everyone seems to need to follow so um long list of free agents uh headlined by alex gordon do you see gordon no i think they were headlined by uh wade davis well, they they got they exercised yeah, I mean, their option signed, yes. on him. I mean, yeah, and they signed. He was him. an option though, right? And but they just still considered kind of a free agent if there's an option because he could leave them. But it was a, it was I yeah, believe I mean, it was they, a team option, right? Right. So he didn't have a oh, say over well, it. Okay, but well, I get what you're saying. Yeah. Okay. Well, and um, and they signed Escobar back as well. All right, uh, Gordon. No, they're going to let him go. They're going to let him go. I think so. Well, yeah, that appears apparent now. Um, I, and we don't know what, and I think they're going to let Zobris go as well. They're not going to offer him what other teams are going to offer him. He is like 95 years old. Uh, <laughs> they just released a 105-year-old Wandy Rodriguez. Um, <laughs> Who will be sorely missed. I, they have had interest in Chris Young, but I don't think they're going to sign him. I think he's able to end up with the Red Sox as well. Uh, the... Or maybe even St. Louis. Uh, they need to rework Salvador Perez's contract. Uh, yeah, I mean he has a very, very team-friendly contract, and he's too important to their team not to rework it. Uh, I mean the gamble they they took the gamble and they won, but if they just say we won and play it out, he leaves. You know, in two years. Yeah, um, and he's too valuable. Um, I agree. You know, we a uh, good friend, Chris Easter, uh, was on our show last week for the Thanksgiving holiday. And uh, he was talking about or we were talking about, you know, all this great baseball that's being played in the Midwest, that it's kind of like the powerhouse conference almost 
if you were going to realign baseball per college football, the Royals kind of have to stay competitive. I would, you know, to keep oh. that fan base around. Oh, I, I think so. See, I think they're liable to make with everything they've done. I think they're very likely to make a big splash. They might. Yeah. They have the money now, uh, and losing Zobrist, losing. I mean. Uh, this Balbino Fundemeyer or whatever he is, the first baseman yes. uh, prospect, he could become a Rule 5 draft things, but I think they're going to hold on to him. I think they are going to go after one of the larger free agents. Uh, I would not be surprised if you saw Kansas City suddenly going after Justin Hayward. Uh, Jason Hayward. Jason Hayward. Jason. Yeah, I, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, we, we were talking too many Justins earlier. Right, we were. Well, um, real quick here. Wade Davis was a club option, as was uh, Alcides Escobar, was mm-hmm. a club option exercise. So, um, But that begs a good question about signing extensions. So not just Perez, but do you think they should be working extensions ahead of time for, say, Moustakis or, more importantly, um, Hosmer and... Maybe even Escobar or Davis, and then on top of that, you know, I mean, they're just loaded well, with future talent. That how old is Davis now? Uh, Mr. Wade Davis. Yeah, uh, he is thirty years old. Then no, you don't do the extension on him at that age. Uh, I'm picture that, but Hosmer definitely. I think they should. You know, um, on Moose, I think that's probably a sound move. It makes when you have them under your control the idea is to uh, sign them for a couple of years after arbitration you know that right. w- and that makes them a lot more valuable commodity to your club yeah you know there was a team in i.e uh, andrelton Simmons. yeah it's just about, you beat me by two seconds okay um so really the only weakness quote unquote that they had in 2015 was their starting staff didn't seem as formidable. Of course, they kind of rendered that moot with that that great bullpen. Um, assuming Cueto's gone to now the Diamondbacks, we're thinking. Um, you're looking at, and, and and also Chris Young is gone. Do they go out and bring in a Fister? Do they make a, a, a free agent sign in the starting pitching that is they could. not currently on the team? Uh, but I don't know of one that's big enough right now for them to sign it, it something that could happen and we're going to stay in the same division here uh the indians have a whole lot of holes and they've got a whole lot of quality starting pitchers yeah so uh, and i i wouldn't be surprised to see the royals make a trade you know along those lines i don't know who or you know whatever but um the uh in term, I, I do think they it, it would help them to get another starting pitcher. I don't see a big sign left. I mean, the the I mean, Cueto is the biggest one. They're they're not going to go after Cueto. We know that. Yeah. Um. So I mean, with Price gone, I don't and Zimmerman gone, I don't see anybody else that's going to have kind of rock the fan base that Kansas City needs. Yeah. Now, assuming that Zobrist is 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 out the door. Um, do they need to replace him, or well, do you think? You, I, I think he's very difficult to replace. I don't think. Uh, yeah, I mean, the utility side, but like 
that goes that brings back Omar Infante is now your starting second baseman. So right, right. Well, oh, okay. Now, in regards to that, yes, I I do think they need a second baseman. Uh, I love Omar, but you know, as do I. But he's how old now? Yeah. Um, and uh, I mean, it was showing the wear and tear, and Zobrist uh, got them out of that funk that they were in eventually. Yeah. Um, so, um, yes, I do think uh, they could use the second baseman. I don't know what they have in their farm system about second base, and I don't hear much about them pursuing second baseman yeah. either. So maybe they do have you know somebody coming up. that. Well, the free agent market in general seems a little thin on the second base side. There is Daniel Murphy, but right. for a defensive team, that doesn't make right. a whole lot of sense. And then, of course, uh, Kendrick um, right. out of uh, L.A., but... I don't know. Does I haven't that, heard does any that, rumblings of either yeah. for the Royals. Yeah. Well, it'll be interesting to see uh, if they do, in fact, make a big move. But I'm kind of standing with uh, they should focus on signing their their current players to extensions. I think that's oh, I, I think so, too. But the I do think they're, I think they're going to make one splash. I think they're uh, because they, they're losing salary here. They gave yeah. up a lot to get Cueto. People forget, you know, they gave up three... Uh, that reliever Finnegan was right. one of my favorites right. that I they mean, they had in their system. They gave up three quality uh, prospects to get Cueto. Now Cueto's gone. Um, Gordon, who has been a standard there forever, you know he's gone. Uh, Zobr, well, we assume he's gone, and Zobris, we assume he's gone. That's a lot of money that they have on top of winning the World Series. I I don't see them standing put. Yeah. And I think I might even uh, say that my suspicion for the big splash will be to actually re-sign Alex Gordon. I kind of I feel like really? that, that's okay. still in play. So, but let's uh, let's go now to the Minnesota Twins. Uh, arguably the greatest surprise of 2015 that did not not name the Astros. Um, they uh, they 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 finished 83 and 79, only three games back of the second wild card. What do they do with Joe Maurer? Because they couldn't hit last year. I mean, they had real trouble getting any sort of pop other than uh, Doesn't Dozier. Maurer have a no-trade contract? Uh, I believe so. I also yeah. think he's 10-5 at this yeah. point. Oh, well, sure he is. I mean, yeah. And that so, thing is yeah. a, is an albatross. And I don't think they're – I think – what do they do with Joe Maurer? Hope he hits better. <laughs> That's what they do with Joe Maurer. Yeah. Now, they just signed uh, this – Huge Korean slugger, right? Um, Young Ho Park. Young Ho Park. Um, so, what of the Twins? All right. Well, first of all, I mean, they it was a big splash and big surprise that they signed this guy Park. Yeah, but it didn't seem like anybody else was after him. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, uh, that know, is true. We don't know anything about this guy. You know, um, the they've made a more recent splash they signed Jabba Chamberlain yeah uh, to a minor league with an right. invitation to spring training <laughs> right good job by uh, Jabba you know I Park might be a nice piece for them the twins the you got to give Molitor a whole lot of credit for what they did last year um, and we do the, uh, that was uh forget where he fell in the manager of the year vote but man not worthy. high enough not uh, high enough the uh the Twins are never going to make a big splash in the free agent market. They might trade somebody. I think they're they are looking to trade Trevor Plouffe, their third baseman, uh, because they believe this 
guy Sano, Miguel Sano or something will take his place yeah. uh, adequately. And and Plouffe is a uh, you know, plus war guy. You know, he can get something from somebody. They can get something for him. I think they're looking into maybe signing uh, Soria, Joaquin Soria, or Joking Soria, the um, the reliever. That may uh, that's a possibility. Uh, the uh, I think they want to. They're going to bring back Neil Cotts, um, but I don't see any any real big moves. I mean, I think they've made their big move in signing Park. Right, and get this: just in the time that we've been chatting, I, I looked up some some things here. Uh, he's twenty nine, and he batted three forty three. 35 doubles, 53 home runs, 146 RBIs, and 10 stolen bases in 140 games for the next in heroes. So clearly, they've signed the greatest uh, hitter in all of baseball. No, well, you know, we have heard that the Korean League is not quite as good as the Japanese leagues. And we see and how their hitters do not, I mean, you know, with the exception of Ichiro and a couple of others, you know, they don't quite compared to American hitters. The the truthfully, the power translation, that is uh something that usually gets lost right. uh between the Pacific Rim and uh America. Um but you know a lot of eyes are gonna be on Buxton in center. Um right. number two overall pick in twenty twelve. Um this guy are you know is twenty one years old. What how much productivity do you see out of him? Is he gonna be like a Chris Bryant, Bryce Harper that You'll be productive right it's away. It's hard to see that. I, I think he will be productive, but no, I, I don't know. He's not Harper. You know, he's not. He's not the next Mike Trout. And then uh, where do they go to replace Torrey Hunter? Respect for Torrey Hunter. Is he a Hall uh, of Famer? No, no, no. But a great ball player. Somebody I enjoyed watching. Do you yeah. think that he's a a commentator right away, like on a national? Oh, I think right away if he wants to. I'd say he replaces Harold Reynolds right now. <laughs> the The one thing Harold has is he knows everybody, and everybody is on his phone. <laughs> yeah, except anyone in Canada. Yeah. But, I mean, seriously, Tory Hunter, what a great ambassador and always has oh, been. Oh, yes. He'd be I so much total, more. I totally agree. Yeah. Um, so, with this uh, central division, I mean, the Twins, they... Uh, do you think that this 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 surprise is sustainable, or was it one year and then they're gonna they're gonna have a, a a downturn because of law of averages? The twins, when they were Harmon Killebrew and Tony Oliva and even Rod Carew and Jimmy Hall and uh, all of these Don Mincher, uh, <laughs> the in those days you expected them to be good. Uh, when they would win the division every year. Since then, all of their teams, even the ones led by Brett and Saberhagen and Quisenberry and all those, I never expected them to do as well as they did. In 91, I thought, now we've got a cakewalk. You know? uh, yeah. the, uh, I mean, the, uh, the Twins, I don't know. They, they always do better than I expect. I didn't expect them to do well at all last year. No, in fact, you thought Molitor would quit about halfway through. <laughs> I did. That was a that was an interesting take right there. 
Well, let's uh, let's turn our attention now to uh, the Chicago White Sox, who you were high on at the beginning of last year. What 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 did you see as the biggest problem with the White Sox last year? Uh, that they had so many hitters have off seasons. That's, yeah, uh, I mean that was the they became an anemic offense, and they looked at the beginning of the year. I mean before the beginning of the year to have a real dynamic offense. Sure. Uh, the uh, pitching staff looked worse than it was because the offense wasn't as good. Now, the, the pitching staff is not balanced. People now are saying, are they going to bring Burley back for their fifth starter? Well, if they did, that would make all five of their starters left-handed, so I kind of doubt it. <laughs> uh, you know, they, they need a little bit of balance. The White Sox, so they have made one of the more intriguing adds to their team uh, already they signed Aaron Rowan as their outfield and base running coach and if you remember Aaron Rowan playing the outfield that means the White Sox are going to be like he's their outfield coach you know this is a guy <laughs> that crashed into fences and everything on a regular <laughs> basis that can make the White Sox like really fun to watch yeah and you can put it on the board yes well, we were hoping they would be fun to watch last year. Um, they, uh, you know, they, they Jeff Samarja was going to be the the second of the two headed monster with Chris Sale. That didn't exactly work out. Do not they, exactly. He declined their qualifying offer. Not surprising. Uh, so, I don't know. Is there any? Should we even fathom that he comes back? Oh, I don't think so. But yeah, but, yeah, but there is a possibility with that because I, I it seems like the market for him is very thin. Yeah, there's not a lot of interest coming up on him, uh, kind of at all. Yeah. I mean, have you heard anyone say that? that no, you know. No. Well, be, part of the reason is you lose a draft pick by signing him. You know, he is one sure. of those that, and there are a lot of people that would value the I mean the only the only team I can see signing them is somebody that's not going to have to give up a draft pick yeah yeah well and and by the very nature that he he was given a qualifying offer I think doesn't that doesn't doesn't the nature of that mean whoever signs them is going to have to unless it's the White Sox I I think they're like some people at the very bottom you know they're that are able to sign them and then they get uh, then the White Sox get a higher draft pick, you know, but they're not getting the choice of that team. Right, 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 right. Well, so another key free agent um, is Alexi Ramirez. Um, you know, he's been he's been a big piece of their offense for a while, but man, his defense is terrible. Do you think that they sign him back? Uh, I really, it looks from the small moves that they're making that I don't see them I see them going in a different direction. I see them looking for a more defensive uh sabermetrics oriented team. Uh signing Avila from the Tigers uh to share time with Tyler Flowers behind the plate seems to be a move like that. Yeah. Uh, but you know Tyler Flowers uh is from Atlanta. You know he played uh Blessed Trinity in Roswell. Nice. But uh the the Tommy Keneal from the Rockies. I don't think that's going to do much. I mean, anytime you're getting a pitcher that the Rockies cast off, I just don't see that. That doesn't seem. Much. That's not a good advertisement. Uh, the uh, I think Garcia will be traded, uh, and 
because they see uh, Thompson, uh, Trey Thompson, as a replacement option. Um, they need to improve the left side of their infield. Yeah. If they, I mean, uh, a piece that's out there, if they were a contender, a Struble Cabrera uh, is of a, a free agent that wouldn't cost much. And I, um, I could see him going there, but I don't. I don't believe they see themselves as a contender now after last year. Yeah. Well, now here's an interesting thought. Um, what about Ian Desmond? Or is that price tag too high? I think the price tag might be too high. Uh, I. And there's no. There are a lot of people that think of Desmond kind of the way I do that he had a couple of really good years and he's not as good as those good years. Uh, that yeah, last sure. year was more, uh, typical of what to expect from him. Yeah. Now, um, and he is not the kind of fielder that I think that the white Sox and right. most of baseball is looking for. Now people are looking for shortstops more of in the old type, old school. Sure. Way. Well, you know, uh, kind of circling back to the pitching side of it, they really wouldn't miss Samarja. I mean, not just because of how off he was last year, but, um, you know, after sale, you've got Quintana who God bless him. Couldn't get a win to save his life, right, but right. he, he was had like more quality starts. I think than he was like in the top 10, at least right, of right. quality starts. And then, you know, John Danks, but then, uh, Rodon, Carlos uh, Rodon. They had, I mean, and they're all left-handed. You know, uh, yeah, that's the thing they need. That's where Samarja comes in. He was, you know, at least a right hander. You can't have a whole staff of left handers. No, that makes it uh, that makes you do have to play in Fenway every once in a while. Yeah, you do. Um, but you know, the bullpen, uh, still got a good solid closer in Robertson and then Zach Duke. And and you know, it's kind of like we're just recounting the moves they made last year, right? I because mean, it didn't pan out, so they just their offense, you know, uh, yeah, just it was awful. But you know, any team that has Adam LaRoche, you can't count them out. <laughs> well, I expect a little bit more out of Adam than he gave last year, sure. But man, he had a dominant pitching performance that, that one evening <laughs> yeah. against the Yankees, so that's true. Um, so, uh, well, you know, the, the, the White Sox, you don't, what would it take for them to be a contender in 2016? What moves do you think would put them in the conversation, uh, in the off season? Trading a couple of those top pitchers. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and get a lot back for it and get in a couple of big significant bats. Yeah. And now to the land that rocks Cleveland. What happened to Cleveland last year? Oh, I. They just had a terrible start, really. They did. I, and I don't, I mean, what they were somewhat after a wild card there at the end. Yeah. I mean, they so got back I, in the conversation, right. I, to I be sure. Uh, with a lot of young players, they have, uh, I see, I don't think what, what happened to Cleveland yet, they got off to a bad start. That was it. They're not, yeah. they weren't as good as the Royals, you know, they, uh, and apparently the tw- I think they were as good as the Twins. The uh, sure. Twins just played better. Well, and then you had, of course, they were <laughs> they had to put up with starting Michael Bourne for that first part of the right. year. I mean, th- those two bad contracts that you know and Swisher and that we helped them with. Um, yeah, I mean that really 
those are those those holes became so much more gaping after a short period of time. And they're still looking for outfielders. Yeah, and particularly so, now with Brantley down. So yeah, let's let's look at the big board of outfielders here. Is this a Dexter Fowler destination? I don't know, uh, and the reason I I don't know. I mean, it seems like it would be, but. Uh, they have been going after Shane Victorino for quite some time. And uh, they were after Shane Victorino before he signed with the Red Sox. Now, Victorino doesn't hold the clout that uh, that Dexter Fowler does now. Isn't Shane Victorino like in his 40s or something? Yeah, he's probably 50. Uh, <laughs> but the, uh, they also apparently really want Brett Gardner uh, as well from the Yankees. Uh, and this is two, these are two players that are right there in the Dexter Fowler mold, you know, and, uh, so I don't see, uh, I don't see them signing Fowlers. Fowler makes sense to them. Uh, but you know, I, I just don't see that happening right now. Well, I mean, you know, they, were it not for that slow start, you're right. They're probably easily in wildcard contention, they they finished above 500 and they had the rookie of the year arguably in Lindor. So, you know, you get another season of him with a uh, you know, with mm-hmm. his growth and development. You know, you look at that pitching staff, you know, they got a lot of a lot of good arms already and and I think you were saying earlier they got a lot of good arms that they could trade from I their think, yeah, I mean, system. I'm not sure which one. I'm not sure if it's going to be Bauer or uh, Carrizo or you know, well, I think they are going to trade one of their starters, if they feel they can get a substantial outfielder back. Uh, I I do think they're James Ramsey, uh, somebody, and I, I saw him play a little bit this year, and I think uh, he has some tools, could come up and fill a hole. Uh, but I can see them trading one of these pitchers to the Dodgers for – uh, a Jock Peterson or a Yasiel Puig, you know, the, uh, something like... Uh, you think that they... You know, you got to remember that this is a team that can't make bad signs. Like, I understand. You know, I understand, so. but Peterson would not necessarily be a bad sign right now. This is true. Uh, the, uh, I mean, you know, he's... How many years of control? About five? Yeah, yeah oh yeah. And I mean, he's rookie, so right. certainly at least, at least five, four or five. Um, they've already filled their catching holes. Uh, I mean, they went out and got Wrecker from the Mets, who I think is uh, he's out in a numbers game. I thought he was a pretty good catcher. Uh, they apparently are uh, after Willen Rosario uh, from the Rockies too. Uh, you know, I don't know, but um, they just need outfielders. They need somebody to plate the ball. Yeah, they do, and, and you know, obviously that would. <laughs> the Justin Upton option would be priced out for them. I, oh, I couldn't I, imagine yeah, them going after somebody like that. I don't that. see them going after him or Hayward or Cespedes or any of the big-name outfielders. Yeah, and, you know, Tito, he's a, he's a player's manager. I mean, if, if they trade for a Puig, do you think that he gets through to Puig better than, say, Mattingly did? I think that's very possible. Uh, the uh, I don't really see... Tito wanting Puig there. I don't yeah. see most managers wanting Puig on their team. I mean, would you like put yourself in the shoes of a manager no. in a mid-market yeah. team that's kind of on the cusp? You know, overperformed, then kind of underperformed, and so now 
you know, given the talent skills set that's there, would you run the risk? No. 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 See, I don't think I would either. I don't know. So I think that Puig probably at the end of the day will be a Dodger uh, starting in 2016. So, well, and so with Cleveland, you know, uh, well, just uh, if you were going to forecast the 2016 AL Central, who are contenders and who are not? Royals were the best team in the American League all last year. There is no reason to think that they are going to take a giant step backwards. Um, The... White Sox and Indians both have superior pitching, and so that's always got to put them in the mix. Um, I don't know the Tigers. I don't see it happening for them. I, you know, I've team of my youth, but I just don't see it happening for them. Interesting to think that top to bottom, you know, Royals right there, White Sox and Cleveland with their pitching, and then the Twins on the rise that the Tigers could be once again the the out on the outs and yet they've made the first they've made the opening salvo with Zimmerman. Right. Uh they have been aggressive in filling the holes that they have. Uh the uh I I I hate to say this but I don't see Mickey uh winning the triple crown again. I mean, he <laughs> seems a little broken these days. Yeah. Uh, I mean, the Tigers might still make some moves. They have an owner that, you know, has a history of doing this, but, uh, you know, I, I just don't see it right now. I don't know how the twins do it. Uh, as you know, you look at their, I look at their roster and compare it to the other rosters. They shouldn't be as good as they are, but I've been saying this for 40 years. <laughs> so, you know, I obviously am missing something. They're not who you thought they were. Nor are they who I, they think I am, or no, that's not right. <laughs> who I think they are, or something like that. Yeah, right. But yeah, easy to easy to see um, that really the AL Central, and then of course next week will be in the NL Central. These are the powerhouse divisions. Oh yeah, top to bottom, these are where the strongest competition comes in. I mean, it's it's good to be playing baseball in the Midwest right now. So, uh, particularly in the National League. Oh yeah, I mean that was. Yeah, that's that's the marquee division almost, but you got you got to be real good now to to win that division. So, all you right, ninety eight games, you got one game left. <laughs> exactly. So, well, all right. Well, there you have it. So, coach, of course, we overlooked, and and we'll get to them eventually. But the Braves signing Jim Johnson, man, what an impactful move. <laughs> I can't help but think that every move they make now, I mean, they signed some third baseman the other day, you know, I, I, it seems like every move they make is just to, uh, so they can trade somebody else who they signed, Bud Norris. So yeah, Bud they, Norris. Can, they can get rid of Julio or Shelby Miller. I, you know, these, are, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. I, you know, and, and the, given that the Tigers are not going to sign back David Price, obviously, um, <laughs> That, that that was the David Price scenario. I mean, we got some pieces for him, and now we get him back yeah. for a year. Good job by you. Well, all right. Well, thank you to everybody going to the website and listening to the podcast at runningthebases.com. You can always find these podcasts for download at soundcloud.com slash runningthebases or on the iTunes store. Follow us on Twitter at runningthebase and on Facebook. So for Coach Mounds, I'm Tucker Wells. This is the Running the Bases podcast. We're coming into home And we're safe. Have a good night, coach. Good night.